Welcome to the Families of Character show. I'm your host, Jordan Langdon, and as a wife, mom, and licensed clinical social worker, you get practical parenting stories, research-based parenting solutions, and most of all, support. Lean in and let yourself be inspired and reminded of the gifts you have as a parent. Let's jump right in. Hey friends, welcome back to our show. This is episode eight already. This is crazy, blowing my mind. We've published eight episodes now as of today. Thanks for hanging with us. We absolutely love the gift of giving out free content on the airwaves just on the regular. This is just awesome. And I'm telling you, um, I laugh about it and share with our team that it seems like something happens every day, either in my own family life or when I'm out and about in the community or hanging out with friends that offers content for our podcast. And so I'm always happy to share my own experiences and and uh, help others through my own life and my family's life just to bring the real, true living of family life right to the surface and... Uh, relate to everyone out there. So I have to share with you today that I was over at a friend's house uh, last week and we went over for a play date and she said, man, before you got here, I got so frustrated with my son because we were rushing around and I was barking out orders to him and kind of telling him he needs to hurry up and help me clean up this house and, you know, make it look like we clean this place on a regular basis. She kind of joked about it and she said, you know, it was causing him anxiety and it was causing me anxiety. And she said, Jordan, I just, it just dawned on me. She said, when I realized my technique wasn't working, I suddenly remembered this message that I had heard inside the private Facebook group called the Thrive Community by Families of Character. And she said, I remember this message about how to handle a situation like this. And she said, "I, I immediately thought about that and thought, you know what? let me try this team style. So she tried that instead of continuing to bark out orders to, you know, line up the shoes and kind of make sure that the, you vacuum where the dog was. And she made it more of a challenge for the two of them to work together as a team. And she said that was so much more effective So we're sitting around and the kids are playing and we got into a a deeper conversation about getting kids to do what we want them to do. And in, in general, just to get them to take on responsibilities like cleaning their room and doing a chore like emptying the dishwasher or cleaning up their own bathroom. And we talked more about how the team concept is super helpful, especially when you're introducing something new to your kids for the first time. Because they feel a sense of support when their parents are helping them or alongside. And of course, they love that. Somebody's helping them. It's not just them doing something on their own. But we realize we can't continue to do these things for our kids like I used to do. Just do it for them. Or continue to work alongside them forever every week when they clean their bathroom or every other day when they're tidying up their room because we have our own responsibilities too. So that's what we're talking about today. Moving beyond just barking out orders and commands to our kids to instead taking a three-step team approach 
to getting kids to take on a new responsibility like cleaning their room or helping with household chores. And, you know, I have to tell you that interaction with my friend made me think about just how often in parenting we expect our kids to do what we tell them to do many times when we've never properly taught them how to do it in the first place. We holler out, clean up the living room, and yet we have never even shown them what our expectation of clean in the living room really is. It's like we have this expectation that because we know what a clean living room means to us, that they'll automatically, by osmosis, get that same message and just know it. So we bark out commands, and then we become disappointed when they don't meet our expectations. And I have to tell you, a friend of mine shared his own experience as an adult with this very thing just last week. So he's working on a landscaping crew this summer, and he had finished mowing a client's lawn, and his boss called him a couple hours later and said, oh my gosh, our customer was so disappointed. He called back and he was complaining because the corners of his yard didn't look like he wanted them to look. You're supposed to do a proper 90 degree turn with the mower on each corner. That's what he asked for. And my friend said, Jordan, I had no idea that was the expectation. No one told me before I went to mow his lawn that there were specific requirements of how I do that. So I just mow the lawn like I mow my own lawn. Friends, this happens all the time. We have expectations of our kids that are unrealistic because we too haven't given them what they need to succeed. And as adults, we too fail or fall short every single time. Isn't that right? If we're not given the tools we need to succeed. So let's just jump right into this three-step formula. This is something I want you to plan to do with your child before you expect it to be done. So not when the company is already on their way over, but something you need to block off about 30 minutes for so that you can truly be intentional about it. Step one, show your child how to do what you're asking them to do. Show them how to do what it is you're asking them to do. I want you to take the time to demonstrate what it looks like to tidy up their room, to sort out their toys and to put their clothes in a hamper and make their bed. And remember, just like mowing that lawn, be sure to show them and tell them what's expected. I remember years ago when I was teaching our oldest son how to clean his room, I even took a picture of my son's bedroom when it was a mess, and then I took a picture after showing him how to clean it up when it was all tidy. And then I printed the picture of the clean room off and I simply had him put it up on his bedroom wall right by the door so that he could reference that each time I asked him to clean up or it was his day of the week to clean up his room. He has a very clear picture of what's expected of him in that room. So step one is show, demonstrate how you want your child to do what you're asking them to do. Step two, 
explain why it's important to do whatever you're asking them to do. Many times we just bark out a command and say, because I said so. Now, come on. Isn't it true that you and I aren't inclined to do something just because someone in a position of authority tells us to do it, right? All of us are resistant to some extent. We have a deeper yearning to know the purpose, the why behind it. So if you're asking your kid to clean their room or tidy up a room in the house, explain why that's important and necessary. And I'll just give you a personal example. At our house, we have a simple family mission statement. And the piece about our home environment says this. It says, we work together to maintain an orderly and welcoming home so we're prepared to serve anyone who visits us. And we treat other environments as we do our own home. So the piece in there, our why for maintaining, you know, a clean bedroom and maintaining a clean and tidy household, our purpose is because we want to be prepared and ready to engage with anyone that comes over to our house. We want to be able to spontaneously invite another family over or invite someone in for dinner that night without feeling anxious or being distracted about the mess that we have going on. We want to be able to be free of that worry and that anxiety and to be ready for opportunities. So that statement that purpose statement, that mission statement about our environment, that works for us. That's our why. Knowing the why behind what you're asking your kids to do, whatever that is for you in your household, it not only gives kids a deeper understanding for what they're asked, but it gives you, the parent, a quick reference point when your kids whine and complain about you asking them to clean their room. Because let's face it, they will. It's their nature to want to do something other than cleaning their room. They'd all rather do something more enjoyable. And so instead of getting tangled up in the argument about it, you can simply restate that purpose or that mission statement. And that keeps you from getting involved and engaged in the back and forth. You may need to just continue saying, hey, buddy, remember, we work together as a family to maintain an orderly and welcoming home so that we're prepared for anyone who wants to come over. We're prepared for your friends to come over as well. So you can go back to that. It gives you a deeper meaning to go back to every time with patience and love. It's so important to restate the mission or the purpose of something with love and kindness. Just telling them, we do this because we want company over and and we don't want to feel anxious about our house and we want to make sure that, no, 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 this is not going to work, right? So just go back to it with love and, and just confidence that we understand what we want as a family and so these are things that we have to do on a regular basis to meet that need, to meet that want that we have, that deeper meaning. And listen, don't stress. You don't have to have your own complex family mission statement. If you want, you can simply use the same statement that we use in our family with yours if it fits. Or take a minute to think about a task that you're going to hand on to your child and think about it or talk about it with your spouse, your partner, and say, 
what is the real deeper meaning behind why we want to do this on a regular basis or why we want our child to practice piano 30 minutes every day or why we want our kid to clean their room or be part of cleaning up dinner every night and figure out, craft a simple statement and write it down, post it somewhere where the family can see it, write it on your whiteboard or your calendar somewhere so that it's top of mind. And here's the deal. When we ask our kids to do something, but we don't take the time to show them how to do it and what that picture of success looks like, they, they really don't understand when they've actually achieved something. And so they fizzle out and they don't want to repeat whatever it is you asked them to do. But when they know they've achieved something, that they did what you asked them to do, how you asked them to do it, they start building that foundation of confidence and courage to do it again. So helping our kids understand the why or the purpose behind what we ask them to do helps them succeed. And when they succeed, it builds up that reservoir of courage and confidence that they need to draw from later on in their life, three years, five years, 10 years down the road, when they need that confidence and courage to say no to bigger things that are going to have bad consequences or to continue doing those good habits that you've instilled in them. So once they know the why and can understand the measurable goal they're striving for, their motivation also increases. And this too, guys, is a big deal moving forward in their life. So just to recap, step one, you're going to show them how to do what you're asking them to do. Step two, explain the why behind what you're asking them to do. Give them the deeper meaning and the purpose. And step three, very most important to wrap this up, is do the job with your child and then hand it off to them. So once you've done it for them and explained the why, now you're going to kind of put everything back in the room as it was and then have the child repeat what you just did to tidy up while you watch. And you'll see them mimic what you did. And you're going to encourage them positively along the way, right? And then offer help when they get frustrated because they will. They'll, they'll whine and they'll complain about, oh, I can't do this or this is too hard. Offer help, you know, get back in there, help them pull the covers up on their bed, you know, help them sort their toys and, and give them a bin that is clearly labeled so that they can succeed. Listen, this may take a few times to do this with your child, until they're really proficient at what you're asking them to do. But once they finish the job, I want you to get excited. Praise them for it. Let them know that they are ready. They are prepared to take this on themselves. Hand it off, parents. Pump them up about how this is a next step for them, a new responsibility. And then the next time you walk by their room and they're doing it on their own, Man, stop and get excited for them about that. And listen, don't be afraid to reward their behavior. I know there's different theories about whether you should or shouldn't kind of offer rewards for tasks that some people consider part of a child's normal daily routine or household chores, but you know your kids best. 
if they are motivated by stickers or $5 or a trip to the zoo, if they tidy their room seven days in a row on their own, reward the behavior. You'd like them to continue this habit. So if a reward system helps with that, go for it. You and I like rewards too for new things we're taking on. So this is normal. You don't have to continue the way you've been doing things. I'm I'm giving you permission to try something new that's going to be transformational. Don't just continue barking out commands and orders to your kids. That's actually easy. You know, it's easy to just bark out a command. But the result of that is so negative. Everybody gets frustrated. Okay? So I want you really to just... Take a little bit of intentional time with them using this three-step process because it's going to yield some really big results for you and for them. And remember, we're all about this team concept, teaching the how, explaining the why, and doing it with them, and then passing the torch, handing it off. I'm telling you, this three-step process works. So my challenge to you is to just spend a minute or two just thinking about that one thing you'd like your child to take over. Contemplate that a little bit. Think about one thing that you're doing for them that they can actually do for themselves. They're capable of it, but you've just continued to do it for them because maybe it's easier for you or it's it's quicker or you just don't feel like you have the patience But I want you to take that one thing that comes to your mind and be intentional about that, right? Be intentional about planning just a short window of time this week or this weekend to use the three-step process and get that positive momentum going. I'm telling you, it will be worth your time and effort. You'll be so glad you did it. And parents, join our online community. Jump on Facebook and search The Thrive Community by Families of Character. This is where we talk about these types of processes and other helpful parenting tips. I go live in the group and kind of break down these podcast topics into bite-sized bits so you can just dive right in that day and begin implementing new practices right away. So join us on Facebook, The Thrive Community by Families of Character. And also be sure you're getting our weekly email newsletters. Every Tuesday, we send an email in the morning that includes helpful tips. We have free printables that go out to you that you're welcome to forward on to other friends and share with people in your community. And then we also have links to these podcasts. So, Go to familiesofcharacter.com and sign up for our weekly email newsletter today. We'll also have a link in our show notes as well. Parents, you've got this. Dial it up just a notch, just 1% today by implementing these three simple steps in your home this week. And if you like what you heard today, just take a screenshot of this episode, episode 8. And text it to your friends and family. Help us spread the word and join our movement to really raise the bar in parenting and family life. Listen, we are so glad you're part of our community. And I want you to remember, 
We are always in your corner.